Hi, Jim Stones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. Today, Julie and I, and also Emma, are talking about all the things that we've watched, all the things that we've felt, experienced, and have a lot of takes and opinions on. Pride Month may be over, but I still found plenty of gay content to consume. Julie may have extinguished all of the MCU, but still found things to watch. Loki! And Drag Race continues to turn along in many different languages, various humors, very little of which we understand. So <laughs> stick around and watch us digest this all and listen to me digest all of these white claws. Enjoy! <laughs> That was perfect. Amazing. Hey, Nick, how, how the hell are you? Um, I'm fucking fantastic, Julie. How the hell are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to see you guys. Um, someone brought up to me the other day that we could actually do this in person again because we're all vaccinated. Uh, and they're like, are you going to? I was like, uh, we've honestly never even discussed it. Never even I feel crossed like my Emma fucking breezed mind. it at one point, like, you know, when we go back to doing this in public. But none of us were all like, yeah. So <laughs> Nick is working for you. I was about to call you Nick Miller. Nick Miller, Nick Miller. <laughs> I mean, we do have similar noses, although I think I have a similar nose with anyone. I don't know what my obsession (laughs) obsession with noses is, but it started at birth. I used to, whenever someone would hold me, I'd go straight in for the schnoz and start suckling on it like I was a little (laughs) teeth. Maybe I should have had three white claws today. I not really it just helps. Gentle exactly. viewers, if you are listening to this in your home or even your car, it's pandemic times. Who's to judge? Drink a white claw beforehand. Just down it. Pull off to the side, though. I do not endorse drink driving. I've been watching a lot of Wimbledon, so I will be using British phrases. Drink it's not driving. driving. It's drink driving. <laughs> are we putting on your list of things to do this year to get a driver's license? Or are we never? Like, Bitch, is that that's not been even... on my list to do since I was 18 when I first failed it. Because I was like, first of all, I'm in no mental state to drive or really exist. And then I was like, I don't want to pay for the class. So I waited till I was 18. I took the test and I failed. Not the driving portion, the fucking maneuverability. And then I was like, well, this just isn't God's plan. <laughs> so it's not on the list for this year? It's been on the list forever. I need to get... I know, but I want things on the list that, you're, that we can accomplish. I want to set goals Yeah, we should maybe take that off the list. You guys have yeah. very different lists than me. My lists are like BuzzFeed <laughs> listicles meant to amuse. <laughs> Who are they amusing? First of all, that's the meanest thing you've ever said to me. Well done. Second of all, I guess just me. I mean, I don't give a crap if you drive. I Emma doesn't care seem about me to at care. All. This is a pheromone Valentina situation. You don't love me. <laughs> I'm sorry if my fans don't want to talk to you, Nick. Um, yeah, they'd like you better. They're like, I hate to agree with Nick on this, but I always <laughs> Julie agree with Julie on this, one. but... <laughs> <laughs> so did I miss the part where we just like decided we're never getting together again? No, no I think that'd be helpful because right now I literally and earnestly said, Hey Emma, can you bring me back a beer from the kitchen? We're not in the same place. We're not in the same house. We're not in the same neighborhood. She's not nearby. Okay. You know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to let this go. Just gonna let no, we let can absolutely go. do it in person. Um, first of all, Pride Month's over. Don't sing that lesbian's anthem. All right. It's July. Gays are canceled. 
Who says Let It Go is a lesbian anthem? Elsa is canonically a lesbian. Watch the SNL skits. Watch the fan fiction. All right. It's there. Watch the fucking movie. She's a homo. And I'm super into it. Okay. I'm just saying. That's what our podcast should be called. Nick's just saying. And then Julie's saying, anyway. Any hoodle doodle. I mean, I just don't know if y'all are prepared for me. Because because... I have been watching, and I'm we sure you both have as well. So I think That's we're true. halfway there. <laughs> I consume more water. Those of you who don't know, Nick drinks an entire gallon jug of water. In minutes. <laughs> Sorry, did you see a squirrel? Was that thunder? <laughs> Julie Since just we danced to the left aggressively. <laughs> in the terrorizing rain last week, I am now afraid of thunder. <laughs> You're indoors, but I also get it. Fears are valid and real. We were outside, like in an open, <laughs> it's not a field, but it's a park area. Pavilion. So it's pavilion. And it had like metal poles around it. <laughs> and we're doing fine. There's like 20 of us dancing. And then a little sprinkle of rain comes. And then we run and hide under this sort of awning. But then the lightning strike is all around us. And it is raining harder than I would feel safe driving in. So there's no reason to go anywhere. Um but it felt like the thunder was inside me and the lightning was going to smack out my teeth. I was that sounds scared. like a disco song. You know, first Megan McCain quits The View. Oh, my God. How are you doing? Which is my receptacle of hate. And now I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I, I lo- really did realize there are other people tweeting with me like, this is, this brings me so much joy. What What am I going to do without this? I'm going to have to, like, get it together. Well, let's Here. not go that high. You know Julie Goldman and Brandy Howard are? I think you know I don't. They have a podcast called Dumb Gay Politics, but they used to be on The People's Couch, which was the best show ever. They watched terrible television shows and talked about it, and you watched them watching TV. It was great. So Brandy tweeted, no, this can't be real. I feel like someone died. I legit texted Julie Goldman and warned her that I had terrible news and wanted her to hear it from me first. I cannot imagine my life without the daily roller coaster of rage and delight that Meghan McCain makes me feel. Oh, it's like she's speaking to your soul. I know. And then Julie texted back, I cannot believe this is happening, Megan McCain. We are covering the mirrors wearing black and are in full mourning. You will be missed. Hashtag did you also, craisins. Did you also sit Shiva for Megan? Are you still in the morning week? I mean, in my spirit, yes. I just I don't know what's going on. She has two years left on her contract. They're letting her go. They're letting her get out of her contract. She didn't get fired. So my guess is, this is the story I'm telling myself, mm-hmm. that when the old ABC president was there, he was like, crusty old white dude, and he's like, go for it. I don't care if these ladies do whatever. Now they have a new adult woman who's like, this shit's not going to happen. You need to pull it together. And she's like, I can't, so I'm going to go. Well, and you know she's going to get a multi-billion dollar contract probably on Fox News, and somehow, without changing her verbiage or approach at all, go from the most conservative person on The View to the most liberal person on Fox News. It's true. She likes the gays. Uh, the gays don't she, like her and shouldn't. The gays do. Her best friend is Clay Geekin and his husband. They're okay. best friends. Okay. Wealthy, affluent, white, cisgendered, LGBT do not count when it comes to rights because they are unreliable. Okay. <laughs> Please send your hate mail to Nick Cotter at gmail.com. I'm just saying that... 
If you are willing to befriend and not correct or check someone who is against your very existence by the way that they vote and the politicians that they support that draft the laws that determine whether or not you can exist as a person and are afforded just equal rights, then literally go fuck yourself. I'm sure you tried, but your dick's too small. Moving on. Her issues are pro-gun, pro-life, and now that she had a baby, uh, paid maternity leave. Well, unless they get SE Cup, because she also drives me nuts. I just can't imagine. Who? Do you know who SE Cup is? Mm-hmm. SE Cup. She is best friends with Megan McCain. She <laughs> is a conservative, but also not a Trumper. Megan McCain is not a Trumper, but mm-hmm. everything so, is awful. Wait, who's SE Cup? It's a very she's, large breast. It's a woman. She's a writer. I think she's on CNN now. She's a conservative. She's like an actual Republican, like small government, states' rights. I think she is pro-life, um, but she is that same sort of conservative. Um, and she is a little more centrist than Megan is about understanding gun laws and just constantly coming out and saying the Republicans right now have lost their minds. They're in another world. I don't know what is going on. So, you know, she's obviously not been indoctrinated by the family and, you know, doing the Trumps and I mean... Have you- <laughs> Fucking J.D. Vance, whatever his name is, who wrote Hillbilly Elegy, who took back all and deleted all his tweets where he criticized Trump because now he's running for senator in Ohio. Idiot. Also, speaking of family, have you seen all of the Vin Diesel memes? I haven't no. watched the entire Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. I haven't even seen any of them. But apparently there's a part where Vin Diesel is like, Family. And that's yeah. it. And someone made an entire <laughs> meme about it, and it's fucking hilarious. Just, like, search on Twitter Vin Diesel. You're going to have a laugh riot. It's not another tweet of the week because I don't do those because I don't put forth effort. <laughs> well, it's like you almost did. You're like, <laughs> I heard about a tweet. You can go find it. I don't think yeah. it gets to win if that's its introduction. No. Unlike you, Julie, it's fine if I don't win. Well, good. It's actually not. It's very it. frustrating. And I knew you were going to fucking say that. And it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will never win. I'm sure the tally marks from this latest drag race. Okay, league. nobody wants to hear you whine. You've beaten me at plenty of things. Um, yeah, but I want the best way to win is when someone is like, "Good job," so you can be like, "Yeah, I fucking crushed it." Not someone who's like, "I hate this." So then you feel bad about being like, "Yeah, I fucking crushed this." I'll still do it, but I won't feel great about it. Have you ever seen Tootsie? <laughs> yes. No. No? Well, no, you I've just sounded like role. him. He's like, you took the best part of me, the best part of myself. <laughs> I'm Edward Kimberly. Edward Kimberly. Anyway, you should see Tootsie. I agree with a lot of things he's saying. You've taken the best part of me. Yeah. <laughs> they teach then, it in like screenplay school. It's like such a great. I oh, yeah. If it would hold up. I should have learned that in my NYU summer of film. Couldn't even finish undergrad, but now I'm going to these workshops. Did you watch anything this week that you enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> so, Julie, actually, I did. So I started watching Kevin Can Fuck Himself. Which oh, is, is it good? Uh, so here's the thing. Annie Clark, right? Or that's her name, Murphy. right? Murphy. Annie Murphy. Okay, yeah. Annie from Murphy Creek. from Schitt's Creek, who plays the sister um, of David. The name escapes me now. What's her fucking character's name? Alexis. Alexis Rose. La, 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 la. A little bit of Alexis. Alexis. You can't. It's just like, if you say that anywhere, you'll be able to spot 
the liberal women and the gays, if you just go like, la, 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 they'll just like burst with the bushes. And they're like, I was looking at Kevin Bacon to sell images of him online, but I have to complete this. So it's, it's something that feels like it would be a great idea on paper and is like a brilliant idea for a treatment, which is there's this very sitcom-y lighting situation where they're in a sitcom, they play on those typical tropes, and then when it goes back to um, Annie Murphy's character, then it gets like very staid and traditional, like AMC, Breaking Bad, all that sort of coloring, even though it's the same set. So it's like interesting for the first episode because it's novel, but it is a little jarring, the constant adjustments. I do find myself skipping like the hokey sitcom-y stuff and just going for the meat with Annie Murphy and the neighbor girl, because their storyline, I will follow to the end of the earth. But the the juxtaposition can be challenging sometimes. Again, I think on paper, theoretically, fantastic idea to be like what goes behind the scene of the sitcom of this like highly stylized, super saturated, idealistic view of a dude being really shitty to his wife that we accepted as comedy for decades. Um, but when watching it, it can be can be challenging. But she's fantastic. And I still think you should watch it. It's fun. I Granted, always skip five to ten seconds ahead constantly when I'm watching things, but I do tend to skip out the sitcom parts. It's on AMC+. Plus. Um, you can get it if you have a Shudder subscription, which a good friend of mine does and has shared it with me. You can What's watch Shudder? It's like horror. <laughs> it's like a horror <laughs> app. It's like a horror app. Um, and the AMC subscription aligns with that. So she. It's also available on Sling TV, which I did a 30-day trial so I could watch oh, all of Top Chef in one week. Nice. Uh, Also, the first two episodes are on YouTube, so you can watch those on YouTube for free to get a taste of it. It's very interesting, super intriguing, but the style is a little off, a little off kilter there. So how many gemstones would you give it? I mean, it's tough to say because the non-sitcom part is like 95 gemstones. It's really, really, really good with... The sitcom stuff, it's like 85 gemstones, but then understanding like the art and what they're trying to do, I guess it's a solid 90. So your final <laughs> score would be 90. Great. That sounds amazing. You could pretend to be interested in what I'm saying. I want to say, I'm looking it up to see what this Rotten Tomato score is. I didn't get it. It's there. not great. It's 83%, I think. And the audience score is 68%. I enjoyed wow. it though. I would give it much higher than that. Well, I what got to see episode four of Loki, which was fire, <laughs> and I would give it like a ninety-seven. Wow! It's sort of like Wandavision. They're doing all this, you know, and uh, um, Tom Watchmen, Hills. where okay. you're just sort of like, "Am I stupid? Do I know what's going on? Is this badly written, or is it me?" And then an episode comes, and it's like, "Oh no, you were right all along." You've been picking up the clues, and now you know what's happening. This is fire. (laughs) So last week, episode three was kind of like, should I know who that is? Should I know what's going on? Not really sure I get what's happening. And episode four, you're like, oh, I get it all. I got got it. Well, this is someone, you've watched all of the MCU, right? Only in the pandemic. Like, I was not an MCU (laughs) fan pre-pandemic. No, no, no. But it's not like it's not because you haven't watched the other movies. Right. No. I've watched all the other movies. Same thing with WandaVision, though. I figured everyone else knew what the hell was going on, but turns out they didn't. And since I only talk to you two about TV and you don't watch those shows, I can't ask you what you know. <laughs> and then it does feel 
there was an uh, I don't know TikTok or blah blah Instagram of Tom Hiddle Diddle signing <laughs> to a girl. He can hit on my diddle, just saying. Continue. He can hit on mine too, and he's real weird looking. Uh, <laughs> he was signing with a deaf. Um, oh my god. Um, oh. Woman, and you know that just melts you. Went out of nowhere. I was like, somebody did the knows how to communicate. Adjusters? Already quote the flood damage from your lawyer. Because I flooded my basement. <laughs> it was just great. The, everybody at Disney, like I am anti Disney, as you know, even though yeah. all these shows are on Disney. Um, <laughs> but when they show like a little family down at Disney and there's the characters who can also speak sign language or Spanish, you're just like. <laughs> it is very sweet. But yeah, a little Disney can moment also of go compassion and empathy and love for other people as I'm just broken. Those upworthies. I'm like between the Jono and Upworthy, I can't get off Instagram. One <laughs> Look of the at most that dog um, he didn't have any hair and now he does. <laughs> and he's wearing a little sweater and somebody loves him. <laughs> the humanity. So I watched something else that sort of prompted that reaction for me, which was Firebird. <laughs> It's called a segue. Get into it. <laughs> and it's a small indie film that's based in Soviet-era Estonia, back when it was still part of the Soviet Union, and, like, the Cold War. This sounds like an episode War. of the Dodo. Of the Dodo? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it provokes a similar emotional response. Uh, look at the picture. Listen to me. <laughs> yeah, there's, yes, gay stuff. Is Hot it Billy days. Elliot? No, it no, it kind of looks like him. It's Tom Pryor, who's V-gay. He produced the movie. Um, yes, super hot gay stuff. Do you get an alert that says, like, super hot gay <laughs> stuff movie? Essentially, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm never far from finding out the newest gay attractions. And I tried to buy it. It is nowhere to buy. I had to legally download it. Where as soon as it comes it? out, I will give it my money. I... Torrented it. Torrent is still a thing? Yeah. No, I will be going to jail relatively soon. At the height of the Cold War, a troubled soldier forms a forbidden love triangle with a daring fighter pilot and his female comrade among the dangerous surroundings of a Soviet Air Force base. It's nothing new. It's a very typical trope. But my God, if you put any sort of gay plot into anything, I will watch it and I will give it my time. And as soon as I'm allowed, I will give it my money. So it's very sweet. I do always like pull for the poor woman. Cause like, obviously there's the triangle. So they're both hella gay for each other, but they can't be hella gay for each other. Cause they're in like Soviet union. And so then one of them goes off and spoilers, obviously goes off and marries from this movie. No one can friend. watch legally. <laughs> I don't know that I appreciate your tone. No, it's good. The, our audience needs the recap because they're probably not going to have access. <laughs> They'll never be able to see it. It's amazing, though. But I always feel for this poor woman who it's like, hey, I can't be gay, so I need to like align myself with this poor woman who could have a future and a happy, fulfilling life with someone who legitimately loves her and finds her sexually attractive. But no, I'm using this to cover mine. And then they become just like a pawn. And so that's always frustrating. So it was a solid movie, but those kind of situations always just kind of piss me off. <laughs> like the man in the orange shirt. It's just like, I mean, just if you are unwilling and it's, it sucks to be in a situation where you aren't accepted and you can't live your life wholly. 
But then to try to cover your own ass by condemning someone else to a life where they'll never be truly happy when they could be, it just is shitty. And it seems like they always pick hot women. Pick a uggo who isn't going to get any love. <laughs> They'll appreciate the companionship. Right? right? Leave the hot chick alone. She could probably get a guy. She has prospects. And I'm okay. speaking for the uggos. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just like <laughs> calling people out. I'm just saying. Well, because there are people who are like, oh, find a lezo who's like, I can't be real either. Let's like have a partnership. Yeah, where it's just there's like, probably a lot of queer people in the Soviet Union that are stuck. <laughs> Yeah, let's be married, and then you can fuck that chick, I'll fuck that dude, and then we'll come back and make dinner together. Borscht. Right? <laughs> just very frustrating. So how many gemstones would you give it? I mean, God, I'm just such a slut for gay content and beautiful cinematography, of which... I are going to say beautiful the men. <laughs> the men do not hurt at all. Um, so I would give it... I mean, I would watch it again, so I guess I'd give it a 90. Would you watch it with your clothes on or off? I was fully clothed the entire time. I think it's like a duly approved gay historical situation. Love it. Because there is not any explicit nudity. Um, any sort of love scene is very suggestive with camera angles that don't stay on one spot to illuminate the naked bodies. It's just like they're probably naked, but it's more about the intimacy. So there is some intimacy. The intimacy. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> such have you never heard that before? You guys no, have not listened to enough self-help books. Intimacy. In into me see. Oh, my God. So is that like I'm into me with my cock, which is the C? No. So I got sucked into, I, when I was a kid, I would see like a. Were well, you thought, in Brooklyn? Did you live in New York? Were not at that Brooklyn point. Kid? I was a Brooklyn <laughs> kid. So I was a lost little boy, lonely boy in New York. Whatever that one on Girls 5 of a. Uh, <laughs> I would think I was watching a commercial, and the next thing you know, I'd be like, did I just watch a 30-minute infomercial? How did that, that happen? <laughs> I know way too much about that GLH, great-looking hairspray that like covers up your bald spot. I'm like, wow. So Jillian Bell <laughs> of Britney Runs a Marathon. Uh-huh is in this bizarre YouTube show produced by Home Goods. Oh, the episodes are five minutes long. There's six is of them. Is this sponsored by Devin Banks? She <laughs> moves into the Home sitcom? Goods and lives there after her boyfriend dumps her. Is this Home is Where the Heart Is? Bring me back Ashley Judd. I want her back. So anyway, I... I may have watched a 30-minute commercial for Home Goods that was masked as a sitcom. <laughs> that reminded me of um, Barb and Star a little bit. I I don't even know what to tell. Like, gemstones, I don't, it doesn't get gemstones. It gets, like, marshmallows. I don't, it was very weird. Are you going to eat mildly both marshmallows now, though? I mean, are they vegan? Or wait. You know, I don't want the ones with horses in them. <laughs> I heard you had a piece of pizza. You just talked about your piece of pizza. Piece of pizza. Yeah. There aren't any horses in pizza. There's cheese. <laughs> I am vegan in the home and vegetarian in the world. Okay. I'm an asshole. I'm a not freak in the sheets in the boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a freak. Uh, some, what is it? A lady in the streets and a freak in the and sheets. And a freak in the sheets? Yeah, that's me. Except I'm a freak nowhere anymore. I just like cry in my bed and I pretend to be okay outside. <laughs> You've lost your mind. Um, yes, I don't think anyone would dispute that. 
any other last minute people need to see this that you watched this week? Um, no, that's all I watched. I've fallen out of my special interest, which is Vampire Diaries. So no longer engaging in that world. Um, but I'll find it again sometime. That's all I watched. Well, I started watching The Good Fight because I had watched The Good Wife at some point. So now I've rewatched all four of the first seasons. Christine Baranski. Oh, my God. I fucking love her. She's amazing. She's amazing. And the series is crazy. I'm really glad I didn't watch it while it was happening because it's all during the Trump era. And she sort of falls in with some leftist people who are just as evil. So it's got my mind, like, spinning right now. But it's so well done. And I'm really excited for this season. And then did you hear the news about Canada's Drag Race? No. The hosts. Oh, no. Just that Stacy and whatever. Yeah, Stacy and uh, JBF, Jonathan John Taylor Paul Thomas. Paul Gautier. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. I was right there. <laughs> They're both gone, and they are being replaced by Brad Goretzky. Oh, the stylist with uh, he Rachel He was on the Zoe, Rachel right? Zoe project, yes. And then the Handmaid's Tale actress, Amanda Bruegel. Who was a guest star. A judge last year, and then... Um, Tracy Melcor, who was also a guest judge last year. Tracy whom? Sorry, I was talking over you, and I talked over you again. What was the name? (laughs) Tracy Melcor. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not like her that much. I don't remember. She was just very much like, I'm an entertainment television personality, and I've done seven lines of coke and then a little bit of opium to chill me out. It's like, okay. Well, I'm excited about Brad Grusky. I like him. I think he's funny and cute, and I like his Instagram a lot. He and his husband, who's way older than me. Well, and The Handmaid's, first of all, she's stunning. Yeah, I've never watched The Handmaid's Tale because it's too scary. That's fair. The first and second seasons are solid. The third and fourth are just like, oh, my God, shoot me. I know, but does Elizabeth Moss have to do everything? I mean, does Scientology have to win again and again and again? I know. It is It is tough. But, yes, they do. <laughs> She's in everything. God bless her. Not God. <laughs> Zoran, the alien king who came down to Earth to imbue us all with his essence. That actually was a great episode of The Good Fight she thinks that this guy is really into her and he's like, I've just been so moved since I came to the city and I'm just so changed. And she's like, I don't really feel that way about you. He's like, me either. I'm talking about L. Ron Hubbard. And you're like, <laughs> yikes. Yikes. Do you hear oh, that? Oh, is this? Oh, what? Oh, oh, what's that? Is that a little songbird? What could that possibly be? I'm glad that we've continued to just let me have a rooster growing as the sound of the tweet of the week. I mean, Julie, we love you, but we also have no choice. You could say off mic, you should probably change that to a tweet. No, because I First of all, everything I record is off mic because my mic is never close to me. All right, this one is... Oh my God, Julie just like raised her eyebrows. It's like, it's not funny because it's true. (laughs) Well, this one is not funny either. Like not every tweet of the week has to be the funniest. Right? I think that's the actual assignment, though. Silence! Okay. <laughs> Richard Barney Gimmick account wrote, Half the trees in Canada just got lit on fire by a global warming-induced heat storm, and hardly anybody's talking about it because an oil company set the ocean on fire, and the only person who got in trouble for lighting up is Shikari Richardson. Yikes. But also, fuck that. Wada, 
You are no Wawa. Everyone loves Wawa, but everyone fucking hates Wada. What? Wada <laughs> is the the like global drug administration for athletes. Is it thundering? Yes, it is thundering. Oh my god, have you? Are you guys brand new to this earth? <laughs> it's thunder. <laughs> Just because Canada's on fire and the ocean's on fire doesn't mean that we're about to be. But yeah, like, also maybe. <laughs> I have very mixed feelings on this whole Shikari Richardson thing. I understand there are rules, and so you need to follow them. But if the rules are bullshit, then what? Yeah, I mean, the issue that I have is that it's like, it seems like, obviously, it's not a performing enhancing substance at all. And it seems like it's the illegality that's the most poignant issue. But she was running in Portland where it's legal. So what the fuck? I know, but they give you a list of things and say you can't take them. Yeah, I mean, I get that. There's like, if you wa- if you're watching um, Simone Biles, sizing. if you're watching Simone Biles' sort of docu series on Facebook, which I do not consume on Facebook, I consume on Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, and that's no better, but it makes me feel better. Um, she like has a headache and will have to call a hotline to be like, are these ingredients okay? Can I take my doll? Is this okay? It's like their efforts, but. Shikari Richards doesn't strike me as someone who's been very well established or supported by existing systems. So does she know about these resources? It's a tough one. Let's go with a lighter one. (laughs) Brian Jordan Alvarez says, I love Triscuits. It's like eating a basket. (laughs) Agree. Accurate. It reminds me of that Friends episode where one of the questions for a quiz show is, um, what is triscodectophobia? And Ross says, fear of triscuits. They have sharp edges. <laughs> <laughs> when it's Almost actually as funny the fear as the of the number 13. <laughs> which I got to use, and that's how I got my camp girlfriend the summer before 10th grade when I shot up five inches and shot down in my self-confidence. And she was like, what's triscodectophobia? And I was like, fear of the number 13. And she's like, how do you know that? Did I say from a friend's episode? No. And I was like, just very well read. And somehow she saw past that. And then behind cabin number 12, we were making out. And I was like, should we go behind cabin number 13? She was just like, I think you're gay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it to be magical. She didn't say that, but I know she felt it. I felt her withdraw. <laughs> Did you feel yourself withdraw? I Since wasn't into anyone, but I... Th- <laughs> Yeah, no, I was very, it's like, I didn't know I was gay, bitch, I fucking knew I was gay, but I was just like, I think I have to do this first. All right, this one I need clarification on since it's you people. John Hodgman wrote, I was at a cool coffee shop full of young people and heard that they don't say for shits and giggles anymore, but instead say, I just did it for japes and vapes. No one says that, that's not real. I I don't even know what japes are. And that's a very specific, because I work with 11-year-olds. Like, half of my staff is 11 years old. And I will ask them, like, what's the cool thing to say? And they're like, why are you trying to catfish someone? And I was like, honestly, like, fair response. But also, I'm your fucking boss. You will answer me. Is this cool to say? How does that normally work out for you? I mean, usually I hide in the office afterwards, and I'm like, I shouldn't be here. But our host was born after Finding Nemo came out, and she's almost 18. How terrifying is that? It's such a good movie. It is a great Tim movie. Buck, Tim Buck 2 is replying to Joshua Molina. You guys watch The West Wing? Mm-hmm. Yes. So we stand with him. He's got these ducks. I only watched 
four episodes, but continue. Uh, these ducks wandered into his pool, and they made <laughs> he made an emergency like things so they could get out of it. Now they're there every day. It's really cute. But anyway, so Timbuktu is replying to something Josh Molina said, and he said, "Don't reply." D-list actor being rude to an A-list patriot. Typical liberal elitism. Quote, look at me and how cool I am because I found a spelling error. End quote, period. He's trying too hard to be a relevant Hollywood liberal. Joshua Molina replied, period goes inside the quotation Inside marks. the quotation Ah, uh-huh, burn, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. What is your biggest grammatical pet peeve that you see? Because, like, I'm not someone who if someone mistakes a word or like doesn't spell something right that I call it out. Cause that's just like a dick move, but it'll still bother me. What bothers you? I'm getting better at it. When someone says like, this is my MO and they think that the word is ammo, A M M O. And I'm like, no, it stands for modus operandi. And they're like, no, it doesn't. I do call it out. And we've discussed this before. I'm old enough to think the Oxford comma is stupid. Even though you I gave a really, really comma. good rebuttal. <laughs> And now I don't hate it. But when I see it, I'm just like, oh, thanks for the extra comma. I never would have figured this sentence out. <laughs> the quotation one does actually bother me a lot when the punctuation is outside of the quotation marks. I've never also, seen, I haven't seen that in a long time, though. But that's really funny. Also, when someone um, puts the exclamation point before the question mark, it's like the question mark is before the exclamation point grammatically. People do seem to call out Joshua Molina all the time, and then they always have a grammatical error in whatever they're writing him. So he's the last laugh. Well, it's fair, because you don't have to super engage. You can just be like, I'm not going to discuss this with you because, bitch, you can't even spell. I realize a lot of my tweets this week are about the earth being destroyed. <laughs> it's devastating, <laughs> truly. Um, I'm going to do a visual one just for you guys, and then, then I'll, it'll lead us into something else. So it says, my parents in their 30s, let's buy a house. Me in my 30s, the ocean is on fire again. <laughs> With a haggard-looking dead man. Which I, I thought was very true. So I'm voting for the Triscuit as the best tweet of the week because it was the only one that was really funny. Yeah. But you guys are allowed to have your opinions, sort of. Do you feel Sorry, good about no, that decision? I, I feel great about it. All I right, Triscuit. So then I have one from Silky Nutmeg Ganache, which will lead us oh, to Dry Grace. Nice. She's writing, Silky, relax. Take a deep breath. You good. You don't have to expose anyone. They will expose themselves. I think this is about the jam situation. Scandal. Trinity K. Bonet has been, like, freaking out. And she wrote, I never should have went back. This is becoming a very bad mistake. Fuck, I knew better. Ah. What? So, about what? What is happening? <laughs> I think that they are just getting a lot of hate. Oh, God. Online. What does Jan have to uh, do with this? Silky made some comment about Jan not maybe not singing live. Oh, and right. Jan wrote back, "I did sing live. Yes, I sent them a backing track, but it's what what it's what us pop stars do. Um, and no need. I talked to Silky privately, so no need to send her any hate. I bet they still sent hate. <laughs> Who is a Jan fan sending hate to Silky? Yeah, it's just like, I mean, I waffle back and forth between like, I don't think Jan deserves all this hate to like, she's a neutral person. I guess that's not waffling. That's just like a position. Um, But to just be like, so we already talked privately. And because of that, don't send her any hate. Just don't send her any fucking hate. On period. On period. 
By the way, Bob and Thorgy do purse first, which is like their version of the pit stop. And this week, Thorgy is fully drunk. And it is <laughs> hilarious. This was the most recent one um, that dropped today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we watched it together, Emma and I. And I had a very sobering revelation where I was like, oh, my God, I'm Thorgy. <laughs> and I love Thorgy, but I was like, Julie is Bob. And I'm Thorgy. And Emma is Layla McQueen, who's like, I'm better than this during the entire episode of the most recent one. <laughs> oh, no. Layla McQueen's not on there. The most recent one is just Bob and Thorgy today. No, Layla was there in the beginning, remember, when Layla waved because he's in the hotel room. And then when they pan out, you can just see like Layla on her phone in the background on a couch. Oh, no. I, I was I had like my head. I was just listening to it while I was cleaning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Layla Layla makes an entrance. Um, Is it in the same hotel room? Who's in the same hotel room? Layla and Bob. Why are they in the same hotel room? They probably did a gig to something. It's 4 a.m. He's already got two partners, and he's supposed to date Nicole Byer, so I just don't know. He has time. (laughs) You know, at a certain extent, you're just being greedy. All right? Take that mask off and sing live. I need to see your mouth. I need to see your mouth. Move. Take it to the runway, runway, take it to the runway, runway. Have a girl, put your face in the walk. Head to toe, let your whole body talk. Well, I like that one better. All right, so what did you think of this episode, Ron? RuPaul's Drag Race. Side I do like the season a lot, so much. And I think it's because, because objectively, season five of All Stars did bring us joy during a very dark time, but was not that great of a season. This one's fun because there's no like, we know these people are going to be the top three. We're not going to get rid of the drama immediately. Derek Barry, mistake. And we're just going to have some fucking fun. We did get rid of the drama immediately. Serena Cha-Cha, Cha-Cha away. <laughs> Do not compare Serena Cha-Cha <laughs> to Derek Barry. Serena Cha-Cha cannot hold a candle. Derek she can't Barry even hold a candle. And She's Serena got Cha-Cha are both not fun for me, but they get on everyone's nerves. No, but Derek Barry is, like, legitimately shady in a fun way. Serena Chacha is just annoying. (laughs) All right. This episode is going to be titled for me, What the Hell is Wrong with Ginger Minge? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing great is happening. So they sent Silky home. Surprisingly, Akira voted for her and Ginger, who are both supposed to be her friends. Oh, this is Jiggly. That's when she said Jiggly. Yeah. Sorry. No, yeah, this is Jiggly. Yeah. I was like, my God. Silky's still there. What happened? Did I miss an episode? Does Silky win worst um, confession look ever? I like her. It's like, when Carmen Sandiego really took this incognito look to heart. <laughs> she's unrecognizable, but she's still got that little hat. <laughs> jiggly left a really deep message. It's been real. You may call me Jiggly. I mean, that sucks, though, to go home second. Poor Pandora Box. I do feel for her because she is nowhere to be found. She's all over this episode. She is the mastermind. She's like, I did promos and commercials in Providence. And her team won. Yeah, she was the right call, Julie. Good job. She didn't get an. I don't feel like she got enough credit. I love Pandora Box is one of my favorite queens of all time. I will just say that. I like quirky. I like funny. I like weird snatch games. Thank you. So would you have rather been in Fix It Bitch, Drag Exorcists, or um, Rent-A-Queen? I think Fix It Bitch would be fun. Mm -hmm. Why is Yara so gross? (laughs) 
So you have a problem farting on your dick Yara... because you are tucked too tight? Fix it, so bitch. Thora had Thorgy had Thora. the theory about I was making a portmanteau of Thorgy and Yara, who I will say <laughs> Kylie's unique, pronounces that beautifully every time. Just so nonchalant. Yala. And then she voted for Yala. I was like, oh my God, look at you, girl. Um, that Yara is insecure and that's why she hides behind like blue humor. Um, I think she's just really fucking weird. I, I, know, I do it. love when she's like spinning, they're talking about how weird she is and she's just like spinning behind them, like walking yeah. through the frame. <laughs> Which team would you have wanted to be on? Drag so, Exorcist is Kylie and Scarlett and Eureka. And the fix-it bitches are Pandora, Yada, uh, Raja and Akira. No, Raja and... Trinity. Trinity Kabone. And then the last group is Jan, Eureka, Akira, and Silky. I would have liked to have been on any team with Yara just to experience That's that in person. <laughs> I love her so much. Do I you? I really do. Can you believe? I do. I can't. I thought they did a really good job. I think that honestly, all three of the commercials were fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were very fine. I do like, so this is the thing I hate about all stars. And this is the thing I hate about hate one. <laughs> don't come for these fucking Queens because they're just living their lives. And this is an edited TV show. Like, yeah, you can have emotions. That's the point of television to have a reaction. But, like don't come for their entire lives on social media. Disrespectful. Also, it makes everyone so trepidatious about being authentic at all or making a non-PC decision that will set the base of fire. Look at Manila and the um, Naomi Smalls. Naomi Smalls will never live that down. Do I agree that she should have sent Manila home? No. Is that part of the game? Yes. And now she will forever be associated with Manila, Naomi. So The thing about you Naomi see this- is she doesn't give a shit. Which is amazing, but Silky clearly does because she got so much fucking hate. Like, so much fucking... See, I didn't watch season 11, so I don't know how shitty Silky was. But I know that... It wasn't that that she was shitty. She just is, like, an attention whore, and they gave her... Like, especially when there was no reason for her to do it. I'm sure you've seen the clip where she's like, if I had to lip sync from a motherfucking life today, I was fucking ready. But the episode had nothing to do with her. So she just wanted screen time. But I do think that there's like rampant racism and fat totally. within the ranks. Totally. And if that was a skinny white queen, they'd be like, oh, yes, mama, drama. But it was because it was someone. Except that everyone hates Jan and she is, yes, mama, fuck off. No, but she doesn't get into screaming matches. They hate her because she's trying to be too perfect. It's a different kind of hate. It's more pure. I agree. There's no question that the queens of color and of larger sizes get 10 times more hate than everyone else. So it sucks because you saw this in season two where Kati was like, everyone's here to rehabilitate their image. I'm here to show that I'm a big fucking cunt. It's like when you have (laughs) this redemption story that you feel like you need to present upon yourself, you question yourself and Silky just faded. Yeah, It sucks. It does. It does. Also, Silky is super fucking smart. I read this little like clickbait thing that was like, Silky's a registered Republican. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And she was well, like, If you watch yeah. season 11, she talked about it, that, she's, so that she could vote in the primary. Yeah. And so like she also said they're, gerrymander- they're gerrymandering and they're using the amount of like registered Republicans to make these outlines. So if it's a corrupt system, yeah, register as a Republican and then vote Democrat or vote whomever. But like trick the system. You got to be smarter, bitch. 
So it was a little, it was heartbreaking a little bit to see her go home just because here's someone so earnest who felt like put into a box and just trying to live their fucking life without insidious vitriol being constantly spewed at them. And so they aren't able to be themselves. And it's like, first of all, the judges on Drag Race are fickle, but so are the fucking fans. Cause one minute it's like, oh my God, I need drama. I need all of this. I need the moment. And then it's like, why aren't you playing fair? It's like, pick a fucking lane. Well, I, I would say... Best. <laughs> gas. I miss, yes <laughs> well it's like then they should just do script tv but did you guys watch the brady bunch thing that they did <laughs> no i, no, I have no interest yeah, it's so I have bad no interest. i have no interest i know i do feel like and maybe just because i've been watching too many law shows that this is going to escalate until some like queen gets killed you know what i mean just the the way that they're editing oh, and that well just meaning you know like what when are they going to stop? Like Fifi yeah. doesn't even go by Fifi anymore. His name's Jeremy, right? He doesn't do drag yeah. anymore. So much hate from everybody. I mean, we are just out of control. Of course, I want no ill will to come to anybody. And I don't, we are thankfully not the type of people who are like, Jan deserves blah, blah. Like, no, I just, Jan is not my cup of tea. It doesn't, I don't hate her. I don't wish bad things for her. She's just not my pick. But yeah, people, and like, People have been trapped at home for a year and a half seem to be getting crazier. Yeah. Well, it's like we will. Yes. Expect, and I will express some pretty um, severe, let's say, opinions of people. Wait till we get to Ginger's they're never gonna listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but also we're not sending hate directly to them. If they choose to listen to the podcast and hear that, that's one thing. But it's not like adding them so they have to see it. We're also not hating anybody. No, I feel like the meanest Calling I was. Calling Jan a tryhard was not like. No, I think the meanest I was to the fucking swordfish of Down Under, who's a racist, and I don't feel bad about that. We've gotten very dark. I blame myself. Let's move on to the looks. <laughs> it's the redemption runway. So Kylie Sonique Kylie... is murdered a flamingo and put her on herself. Yeah, she's a denizen of the Marianas Trench, which is where this look should stay because it should never have surfaced into our fucking eyesight. It's just like... It did grow on me like it did for Bob, where I, like, get it, but I also don't like it. It just felt like a poor woman's Bimini's look, where she was, like, a single-celled organism. And I know they were filmed around the same time. She had, she had no reference, but it just doesn't look great. I don't get Gaga from it, either. Is it just, like... But Gaga really, really did old? wear it. Did Gaga she? wore it. Did she? Yes, this is actually worn by Gaga. And this Stupid decade? Love. Stupid Love's been a very weird promotional cycle. I don't know from whence show it came, but it is Gaga's outfit. <laughs> I learned that from some other drag podcast. But. Scarlet and me. She looks gorgeous. Yep. Yeah, she looks stunning. She's like Aphrodite emerging from the ocean. I will say as much as I was a tassel gay, meaning that whenever we'd go to Michael's, I'd want to buy tassels because they reminded me of hair and I wanted to play with them. <laughs> the tassels on the end. Of wow. <laughs> that went a long way around. The tassels on the end of the coat made it look like a blanket. Blanket. Not great. A blanket. A blanket. She does look like a I'm a blanket gay now. I like to be cozy. You're so like when I hit the exactly club, the I was same. like, cannot. It's 730. I'm in bed. How yeah, are these looks any different on Eureka? Nope. So here's the thing that was frustrating because we'll get to it, but everyone was maligning Silky Nutmeg Nosh for not having the exact same carbon copy outfit. It's like, it shouldn't be. It should be an elevation. So like, 
Eureka's does look better than before, but it's still the, essentially the same thing, just better fitting. And brighter, I guess. Yeah. She does look good. She does. <laughs> she knows how to proportionize. Her body looks correct. Raja O'Hara. I did not like this look. I, I mean, it was whatever. I mean, the, the beginning. Yeah, no. Mm-mm, nope. There's a lot of love for Raja, which she deserves, but I feel like it's clouding objectivity because this look was not ideal. <laughs> no, you should never wear brown velour. You look like poop. <laughs> well, just the hair on top. It's just like, I don't know. You could pick that out of my rooftop garden, which is not a rooftop garden, but just fake plants that have blown up into the ceiling. It's not ideal. Because she's getting a great edit and her lip sync last week was amazing. Yeah. Pandora, why? Wait, is this the cast of Wicked? What are you doing? Are you Wicked off, so off, is- off, off Broadway? What's happening? So this is one of those things where it's like, if you have to explain it, it's rough. Like, I see the color inspiration for it, and I do like this look. Um, but, like, it doesn't quite seem the It doesn't seem like it fits her well. Fit it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about yeah. it matching the original. That I, I don't care. But it, no, it should be, it's like, like, tight. It should fit. Well, it's like eyebrow. It's like with eyebrows. It's like they don't need to be twins, but they should be sisters. It's like they aren't even oh, cousins. Did you they also in the same um, century. Trixie and S- Simone. I watched <laughs> Michelle Phan in 2009, who was the originator of that phrase. Excuse well, me, week, we originated the language. <laughs> Trixie has her um, has Simone on this week, and they are adorable together. And she's like, my eyebrows aren't even sisters; they're cousins who are like living in different continents. It's a really sweet. <laughs> These are different eras. This is like some sort of, what's that super sexy Scottish show you love? Outlander. This is Outlander, where she went through <laughs> the fucking rocks and went back in time. Outlander. Also, <laughs> the main character of Outlander just moved in with his older male friend, and now they are roommates. So, sorry about your luck. Emma well, is married. I mean, it was never going to be my luck, but, I mean, and that's now it kind can of be mine. exciting. I know. <laughs> He's gay. He is gay. He's a super homosexual gay. Oh my god, that would make a lot of sense. It would. I like it. Moving on to Yada Sophia. I didn't like yeah. this that much. It didn't look that elevated. It was very like pageanty, but also slutty with like the FloJo leg. It was. It was. I feel like the original look is great. Also, her makeup is so heavy this year. It's very heavy, yeah. In every episode. I thought it would change. She looks like a vampire. She and Ginger, I feel like, are trying to overcompensate with highlighter. Yeah. It's just making them very skeletal. Do we not say to Trinity K. Bonet, we've lost your neck. I don't see your neck. No, I mean, the outfit's nice. Um, She looks like sort of Queen of the Damned, Aaliyah, R.I.P. But... It was not. She looks like she can't move. Jan, this is definitely an improvement. This, this was, is so much better. I don't care. This what was so much says. better. Yeah. I yeah, like this it. was. Yeah. I think it's I there was a lot of hate for this dress, but I think that like sporty meets elegant fashion gown was neat. Yeah. So it was like it was still like a meh, but it was it wasn't a wow. I liked it a lot. This her entrance look was not great. Trash, this is beautiful. Yeah. I think it's really pretty. Oh my God, Ginger Minge is a monkey munchichi come to life. What is this outfit? So it's the it's Glinda the (laughs) fucked up witch who like the house fell on her and she decided to live her life as a permanently impregnated 
minion. I it's mean, just, the original look is better. It is better. Well, they're yeah. both awful, but this is the worst look I think At ever. least she had proportions. Like, why would you do a heavily ruched pant when you're a shorter queen to eliminate any hopes of height that you ever had? And then to, like, this plus the hair, too, and the headpiece, it just made her seem, like, very narrow, but also very wide. And, like, it also kind of looked like Elliot with three Ks with the um, flamingo look. I just think she might need to stay in Florida. This is terrible. I'm voting Maybe this as COVID. worst runway outfit ever. Even worse the bags? Lala Ree's bags. Lala Ree made that herself and she made a mistake. This is a curated <laughs> look that she paid money for. Yeah, I don't know point. that this is the worst ever. I'd have to do some research, but it is. You bad. don't have to know anything. I'm saying, <laughs> I think it's the worst outfit. I don't know. You can think whatever you want. Silky looked great. I don't care. Silky it was phenomenal. Disco. It was a disco. She's a disco look. queen. Yeah. They're like, well, it's not the same color in the exact same outfit. It's like, it doesn't have to be Jan doing an arts and craft challenge the same time twice. It's fine. She, she looks stunning. Knows her makeup's on point. Her body's yes. on point. I carry a Davenport. I'm going to argue this is also not a caftan. This was not good. <laughs> well, this was not a good look. No. I saw a man in a caftan this weekend. This is not a caftan. It's better than the original for sure. And I like the original. The hair is great, but this sort of like Grecian, but also like club worker didn't work for me. No, and I want more from Akira. I like her so much. All right, so we watched their uh, challenges and they were funny. (laughs) Ginger as Richard Simmons is pretty funny. Yep. Yeah. Eureka was hilarious. The fact that the fix-it bitches, all their things didn't really work, and they just put duct tape on everything, and Trinity <laughs> wasn't going for it was really funny. Yeah, fix-it bitch was the clear winner. Trinity Bouquet, Trinity Bouquet, Trinity K. Bonet, I think deserved that win. She was the funniest part of it. I would have given it to Drag Exercise, probably, and given it to Eureka, but and I don't even like yep. her. But I thought she yeah. was great. I think the whole all of fix-it bitch was like consistently funny mm-hmm. i will say this love you kylie sonique but your performance was kind of trash oh my dear see her in the brady much thing um <laughs> then trinity the pageant winner wins the challenge did that not feel like a pageant moment where she's just like <laughs> yes. waiting for her crown i was like oh, baby. it kind of reminded me of evie envy they had similar looks or evie oddly no i'm talking about holland envy peru there it is. <laughs> oh, so I'm counting this as a shade point. That's why I copied this down. Ginger says, before we begin, I'd like to congratulate Jan on breaking her safe streak because she's in the bottom. Because she's in the bottom. Funny. Very that feels funny. like shade, right? Two points for that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Trinity okay. gets bummed because nobody pays attention to her win, and then she reads everybody that they're not bottom. I don't know. Here's the unfortunate <laughs> thing about Trinity Cape Knight. We have all wanted the three of us trinity Bonet, to make an appearance on all stars it felt like one of the biggest oversights and it's so amazing that she's here a lot of us wanted her to win felt that she could win but she just can't get over her inner saboteur and (laughs) feeling like there's not enough attention or she's i mean even when laganja came out she was defeated from the moment laganja came out because she was like this is disrespectful i didn't get a chance to do this yeah so i wish trinity wouldn't get in her own way yeah 
Agreed. So Trinity does win, and everybody that's in um, drag, rent a drag queen, rent a queen is in the bottom. So she's going yeah, against Laganja, but they like lift up the thing and they're like, reveal yourself. Oh my God, there's no one there. <laughs> and then Laganja flies out of the ceiling. Which gave her the opportunity to be like, so y'all wanted a twist, bitch. I mean, the gays were fed in this like five minute sequence because first of all, best entrance ever. Most dramatic and annoying character of season six that had a redemption that came back, had their iconic twist. Everyone wanted her for All-Star Six, so she could be like, come on, All-Star Six, let's get six inning. And then she did. And then Houts down boots slayed. Slayed this. It, I still don't like her. <laughs> you don't have to like her to acknowledge that this was very good. I know, but I watched the it was it was super trick filled, and she was selling it. And this is the best thing she could have ever done because I think if she were there for the whole season, everyone would still dislike her because she's just grating. Um, so now she gets her redemption. It's the best lip sync ever, and she can go away. But yeah, I don't think it's the best lip sync ever. Viewing, but like, I thought that Trinity did amazing, and it wasn't she did just do stunts. Yeah, no, I she mean, paced stunts, it she very well. Yes. No, Tia. the first time I was like, Trinity was like absolutely not in contention did shit and then i watched it and i was like because it was the beginning where she was like slow and then eureka was like all right go ahead and walk bitch or something <laughs> like, she's like come on walk <laughs> um but then she did really follow the me it was when she didn't have the musicality and was just throwing in like the one two three four steps that didn't necessarily match the beat that i wasn't super into but she got in there and then when she was dragging herself across the floor i hate that move um, but also the lip sync assassins get one song that they perfect, get an outfit for, prepare the entire lip sync the entire time. Yeah, but they just get it two days ahead of time. But still, I mean, you don't know if you're going to be in the top. It's still more prep time. Yes. I thought, I thought Laganja did amazing. I'm so glad for her that she won. She was on Brooklyn and Priyanka's podcast this week and she is still greeting, but I'm happy for her, so... <laughs> I also am very glad that she's now an out transgendered woman and you wonder how much of her inability to not be just like super fucking frustrating and irritating was because she wasn't comfortable in who she was as a person. Well, she says it's all because she didn't have her medication. Mama. Oh, weed. Yeah. And she's like, no, the reason I could jump out of that is because I was high. And she's like, everyone wants me to come back on, but I don't need to now because I prove myself. You're just like could if you she just feels better like you great. for one day, one day. <laughs> no, she can't. So she I wins. did like her for this day. Yeah. I also feel bad because Trinity looks like she could use the money. I'm not sure why her yeah. she has that same flipper that doesn't fit. She looks like that the whole time. It makes me sad. Yeah. No, and also when you look at the the gradations of like face work, hers is among the what you would anticipate would be the cheapest. Yikes. So next week is the Hall of Fame halftime show, which is where Eureka got injured last time. That's where she yeah. broke her knee. Let's see if they'll do it again. RuPaul <laughs> comes out with a Nancy Kerrigan sort of like <laughs> iron bar. All right, so week three for the Drag Race Fantasy. What, what? Let's see where we rank. Nick picked Ginger, Eureka, and Jan for a grand total of seven points. Emma Riddle. picked Kylie, Ginger, and Silky for a total of two points. <laughs> it's I picked amazing. Pandora, Ginger, and Akiria, which got me 17 points. 
Wait, how did Pandora get you 15? Because she survived the week, which is five, and she's in the top four, so she gets 10 points. Okay. Feel All free right. to check my math, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Daphne picked Eureka, Ginger, and Pandora. She's at 22. And Aaron, who just jumped in, has 20. So that's just for this week. So this week's winner is Daphne. Did I am Say Jamie not for submit for this week? <laughs> I am Jamie did not submit for this week. Oh, but that's he okay. Waiting. He's still beating most of us. So when we go to the grand totals for this week, in last place with 17 points is Emma. Who is it? Is it me? It's Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Lorena joined us for this week, and she is just above you with 35 points. <laughs> And that's just one week. That's so frustrating. Nick is just above that with 37 points. All right, that's Rebecca did not join us this week. She watched the episode before sending, so she's at 40. Still beating you guys. Um, (laughs) Above that with her second week entrance is Aaron with 45 points. I am Jame, who did not even join us and only really did week one, but we counted it as week two, is still up there. Oh no, and then's me, sorry. No, then I yeah, then it's me at fifty-seven. I am James in second place with sixty-two, and freaking Dabke is at seventy-two <laughs> points. <laughs> so the three of us Daphne. Okay. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> Way Daphne. To go, Trinity, Very CKB. well done. Way to go, Daphne. We um, so yeah. yeah, congrats to the three I am James really from Twitter and, and then Daphne. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. What? You're still on the leaderboard. You're third. I mean, You're out the of the podium. three of us, I'm definitely winning. Yes. <laughs> okay, but out of like everyone else, which is how we're actually counting this, you're still third. Correct. Emma She's and I are like, like in the bottom three. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's I'm still disqualified. time. <laughs> no, there's no. still time. One good week. If you get the winner, that's like 35 points. All right. Well, let's get our picks for next week, ladies and gentlemen. I know nothing. So next week is going to be a physical challenge, right? Dancing. I'm, I'm going to go first this time because I always make you guys go first, which is cheating. I'm going to go Jan. That's right, Jan. <laughs> and she's got sport in her name. Jan. Eureka, somebody with energy, and Raja. Jan, Eureka, and Raja. Let me write it down. Jan, Eureka, and Raja. Who would like to go next? I already have, so I have Jan to see, Eureka, and I did cross out Raja and I put Kylie, so my favorite. Wow. (laughs) But I think Raja's a good guess, too. And yeah, if this isn't Jan's moment, for the love of God, what is? I also agree with Jan. Everyone's like, are they trying to kill her? (laughs) They have to give her something. Um, Do they? They don't. But it feels like she'll earn, she might earn it this week. And if she doesn't, we'll all not get any points. (laughs) Right. So that, I know, but then there's all those other people. Um, Then I'm going to pick... I, Eureka and and uh, and Kylie, I do agree with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just means you both stay where you're at. Yeah. Unless other people mess up. Maybe we'll rock it to the top. <laughs> <laughs> well, as they get to be less and less queens, we're obviously going to get better. <laughs> I do like how 
math works. <laughs> I do like math. All right, let's head to the chat. Let me know when you're ready. Uh-huh. Ready. Send. Ooh, very close. Nick bottoming out. 92 so low. <laughs> Emma really close with 93. And Julia, the perfect score of 93. <laughs> also <Okay>. close. <laughs> Every week you guys get closer and closer. It's like really impressive. Like I like to watch your food. It makes me really happy. I will watch it. I will watch again. I will watch again. All right. So can we head into the cheese, Louise, the most dramatic show in the history of the world? España. Oh my God! What can we? Yeah, we gotta fly through this one. This we've been chatting for. It doesn't even feel like a drag race. It feels like a telenovela now. Oh my See. God! Do we think that Dovina is just full of bullshit, standing still? What the yes. hell? <laughs> yeah, Carmen was absolutely. so nice to me. I'm just gonna stand still. What? Carmen's out of the bottom. And it was distracting, and it made Sagittarius' performance worse. And then Carmen's just in the back sobbing the whole time. <laughs> Carmen said, yeah. you can have my outfit. <laughs> so okay. Hugasio Crujente went home last week. So my interest obviously lowered in measure. And then we've got the Davima and the Carmen Falalala, who are like, Carmen is like Davima's mother hen in drag and like sugar daddy out of drag. And I don't like it. I will not stand for it. I don't appreciate it. It's just awkward. I mean, Carmen is legitimately a very great queen. But this, like, clicky business I hate, and the viewers hate, I'm sure. It's just nonsense. I like Killer Queen because she's authentic. I like Poopy because she's been around here for a while. <laughs> Sagittaria, I'll accept. And then Carmen will win, but, like, gosh, why? I mean, I'm more rooting for Carmen after this week and not because of the whining, but... Because she made a whole outfit. She was very amazing. funny. Yeah. And she was really funny. So, I mean, oh my God, she's got it all. And she's a yeah, hot she's guy. Yeah, she's very skilled. Exactly. She's hot. <laughs> I'm going to vote that best workroom look ever. Hot girl, hot guy, funny, can sew, winner. Has been mostly nice, except when they were picking on, not their nose like Nick is, but. Um, it's itchy. It's a little itchy. Hugasio. Hugasio. She didn't actively say anything, except like I feel like she might be going home, but she felt mean, girly. Yeah, she definitely felt like she enforced the vibe, which I hate. And I obviously, I love Hugasio, so I was V-pissed. Um, but yeah, I mean, Killer surprised me. First of all, puppets, how do you feel? Your fave. <laughs> I really do think something's lost in translation. I didn't think they were very funny. Poopy, I thought was funny. Poopies was funny just because she went behind the scenes and was like, go to the stage and just complaining as Dovima, which I like. I like the insight. And the, the slow insight. walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dovima does just seem like, I mean, she's only 24, but my God, is she world weary, angsty and annoying. And a mixed bag. Like that breakdown over Carmen's such a nice person. That doesn't make any sense. Also, how many people are going to just quit? Right. We had Inti and now we have Davima. It's like, and then we just had um, Ginny Lemon quit in UK. It's like, are you guys, are you not in it to win it? I, I can't wait to hear what Inti says. Ginny Lemon walk off the stage and let. Then standing there. Then standing yes. there. Yeah. 
because it was the worst all, version of those three for sure. And to just stand there and glare at the judges. Because here's the thing. She was probably going to go home anyway. She just wanted it to be on her narrative and her terms and to seem like the bigger person. Is that it's true? Like, I don't know. She didn't could... even do that great of a job lip syncing. And I don't no, know if she it's because just... Dovima was standing there or because she's just not very good at it. Who knows? But like, I do think Sagittaria probably would have made it through considering she had never been the bottom. They love her. She's skinny and they love that. So it felt likely. So Davima could have like given in her all, went home gracefully. Or if they said, Davima, Shantae, you stay, been like, no, Sagittaria deserves this and then walked out. Just standing there? Fuck you. It's like taking control. It's manipulative. I don't love it. No. I thought that um, Killer Queen was really funny in the challenge. She's was I getting too mean? No, I just feel like too been nothing but negative. Um, I don't know who Rosalia is, but uh, I like her outfits. She's a very popular singer. Very I mean, she's popular. won an Emmy and that's an MTV Music Award. America. <laughs> I thought they did say she won a Grammy. Sorry, Grammy. She's she won did. a Grammy. Yeah. The moon I feel like in America, Poopy would have surgery, and someone would help her with her makeup skills. But she wasn't very funny. And like they said, we had very high expectations. In retrospect, picking Poopy, all of us picking Poopy was a mistake because when they already have such high expectations, the best you can do is meet them. So it was always going to be someone who... But you can fucking meet them. Surprised. Yeah. yeah. We knew that Bob true. the Drag Queen was going to be the funniest, and he was. Uh-huh. True. I but had high expectations. No I think Poopy is more famous in Spain than definitely Bob was in America. Poopy is a well, known yeah, entertainer. Yeah, All the judges sure. are like, well, I love Poopy. You know, the stand-up judge today was like, you have more experience than I do, but you were too relaxed. I'm sick of them being mean to Killer Queen. They're like, we're I so know. glad you pulled your hair back because we can see how pretty you are. That outfit is trash, though. I'm like, it is not. And it was funny. Yeah, Sagittarius, yeah, not rude. funny. Terrible wig, great outfit. Outfit was phenomenal. Yeah, Davima still looks good, too. Her fucking wig, though. I know. Betraying her. Hilaire. There has Jovima. to be a way where you just, like, keep your head up, right? Like, hold the paper in front of you. Yeah. Or just, yeah, just, like, tuck it and hold it or something. She was really funny to start out with, though. I thought she was going to make it. I was I surprised. That's no. So then she has a nervous breakdown because Carmen is such so nice to her the whole time. What? Here's the things I don't get. Spanish sense of humor. I don't get it. (laughs) Crying over Carmen being a nice person. I don't get it. None of these Spanish songs being slaps. I don't get it. (laughs) They're like, this song is a ripper. Let's go. And then I'm like. "Mm." Yeah. But, oh, my God, the fucking judges are always like, best song ever. The hobbies are like, ha. Yeah, España is still very fun, especially coming off the the heels of you or Australia. Australia. But we have lost a lot of that light by letting the mean girls rise to the top and losing out on Hannah Montana meets drag and Hugasio. And um, yeah, it's still it's still good. It's just not as great. I'm really sorry I couldn't move, but I'm broken inside. I did like when Sagittaria went up to Dovima and they both started singing together and Dovima cracked for a second. I was like, that was really sweet of Sagittaria. And at the end, she's like, you do deserve to be here. She's like, I have to go. I go now. <laughs> My bitches. 
they're all just I'm gonna so guess, dramatic. I'm going to guess drug addict. That's what I'm going to guess. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, more hilarity ensues. <laughs> and they're going to do a makeover challenge on some hot rugby dudes. I love it. Shall we head to the chat and rate this episode in España? Ready? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I will never watch this episode again. <laughs> Emma, with a really generous score of 82. Nick, too many white claws into it. 88. <laughs> Julie, with the correct score of 70. I will oh. never watch Dovima stand still like that. Although I could mock her endlessly. Emma, do we have time for a game? Let's play Taboo. <laughs> Taboo. Nick, get ready to win. So even when I win, I don't win. What do you mean? Like, well, you gave, us, you gave me shitty clues, so you lost. And then if I give you good clues and you win, you're like, I won. I do not. Play back the tape. I'm very fair. <laughs> if you give shitty clues and I don't get it, you don't get a point. If I gave great clues and you get it, then I get a point. If you gave great clues and I didn't get it, then you get a point. All right. You each should be receiving four cards. I got mine. <laughs> you go first, Nick. I'm not feeling confident. All right. Um, all right. You're going to do them in the order in which I sent them to you. That way I can, eh, if you say the word that you're not supposed Her. to say. Get and ready. listeners, I will fill you in. <laughs> I will fill you in in post. <laughs> Bet. All right, cool. Hi, listeners. Nick's secret words are portrait, citizen, place, and pinky. All right, Nick, ready? Yep. And begin. <laughs> okay, so an image of the area of someone's body above the neck. Um, their face, etc. You think Renaissance portrait? Um, yes. So I am a denizen of this <laughs> particular area. Um, blank action. They're always calling me about being a more involved blank. Orson Welles made a movie that's very famous. Citizen. The first word is yes. Okay. Um, nouns are people, blank, and things. Places. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, your phalange, that is the smallest. Pinky. Yes. <laughs> Woo! You are going to demolish me. That was great. Very well done. Although you have used the word denizen twice in this podcast. I don't care. I love it. All right, Julie, let me know when you're ready. I don't think I'm going to be ready. Okay. We'll wait. <laughs> How much time did I have left? You used a minute, or just under 60 seconds. <laughs> Woohoo! So. I'm no better. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Julie's secret words are famous, hire, racket, and country. All right, and go. Their cookies, blank Amos. Famous. Uh, okay, so at the restaurant, we need new people. We need to do what? Hire. Correct. 
Um, it's a charge like against the Trumps or uh, the, the how they got. No, no, but it's a specific one. Um, shit balls. It is. Oh, like this is how they got mob families. Like it's how they got the crime, the mob families instead of getting them on embezzling or racketeering. Yes. But shorten that word into something racket. That, yes. Uh, I went a really long way for that one. Canada, Honduras, <laughs> countries. I, I, yes. Nice. Killed it. Killed it. Had more time. Racketeering was a really hard way to go. I should have just said Roger Federer has one. And I would have been racketeering. Yeah. You I already thought racketeering. racketeering. Yeah. Why did you say it? Because I was waiting for you to. Well, Nick definitely won that. Actually, you did in less time. No, you did it faster. Yeah. yeah. No, I did not. You did. Yeah, you did. Objectively, yes, you did. <laughs> the, the timer had more sand. <laughs> so I'm a winner, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I lose, I win. <laughs> How can you stand me? You can't. I know. Woo. <laughs> Hey, right. but that was a really fun game. Yeah, next time we'll prepare more cards. That's <laughs> Fuck yeah. But that's a long it. episode. Yeah, perfect. All right, so this week I got to watch the fourth episode of Loki, which is on Disney. And then I watched that really weird Jillian Bell home good show on YouTube. <laughs> and then the good fight on Paramount Plus. So good. Nick, what'd you watch? And this I week? watched Gay Stuff in the form of Firebird. Um, if you know where to find it, Baby, let me know. Firebird. <laughs> It's a Firebird, yeah, about Estonian pilots. Who wouldn't love it? And then I also watched Kevin Can Fuck Himself. F himself <laughs> is what it's called. It's on AMC. You can get it through a Shutter subscription Shutter. if you have it, or also through AMC. The first two episodes are on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening. Please check us out on TakesPod.com. If you are not in our fantasy league, obviously you can join late and still win. So feel free to DM us or text us if you know us or call us and get in on this thing. Really, I think you can just randomly pick names out of a hat and do better than <laughs> we do are. So. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> so we hope you, you may not be able to beat Julie, but you will definitely beat Emma and I. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Emma, the sweetest heart and the worst score. So <laughs> thank you all for listening. Hope you have a great week. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank. <laughs>